0: Play a um, little tune I just composed not so long ago.
1: This Billy, this no, Billy, this Hall- Billy Holiday. Bird. <laughs>
2: Mm. Yeah. DJ.
3: Baby monster
1: scratching and give me a beat
3: every third Monday of the month on Radio Laura. Good evening, Zurich. DJ Baby Monster here and like every third Monday of the month I am bringing you the music of my choice it's giving a beat of course Radio Laura 97.5 megahertz or you can listen to us via web www.laura.ch and then there is a little web radio in the upper left corner that you can just click on and listen to me for example right now Radio Laura also has an extensive archive so if you meet Peace. Any of our shows, you can basically uh, search for the name of the show or the name of the moderator, find and stream uh, any of the shows that we have. Now, for Gimme a Beat, as I like to say, there is no way to miss any of the Gimme a Beats because in addition to the streaming provided by Radio Laura, I also podcast all of my shows. So you can expect, uh, depending on how busy I am, a few weeks after the show is aired that you actually receive an information about the podcast. And there are several ways how I inform uh, the listeners of Radio Laura. One of the best ways actually to keep in touch, not only with the show, but with everything that I'm interested in, that everything that I'm doing, concerts that I'm visiting, artists that I'm interviewing, festivals, anything basically except like some private stuff. But uh, all the rest uh, is out there for listeners of Gimme a Beat to indulge themselves in and uh, sometimes I'm more or less busy and more or less like sharing but the best way nevertheless is actually to become a fan on a Facebook fan page of Gimme a Beat which is www.facebook.com and then slash stop dot gimme a beat and once you become a fan you get an information not only about the show and subject of the show on the night when the show is happening I also remind you what the show is going to be about, the web link of Radio Laura, or if you follow that link, you can also realize that we are available as an old-school radio on the frequency of 97.5 megahertz, And most importantly, and why I'm mentioning it right now, is that as I said few weeks after the show is aired I actually podcast the show and when I upload the show uh, to the webpage with the podcasts I put that information on the Facebook page if you already know all of this you probably are uh, already subscribed to my feed and in this case you can just uh, update your feed and get the newest episode in whatever application you're using to listen to your podcast during this time when I'm advertising the ways how to listen to Gimme a Beat. Something that I always say, there is no way and no excuse to miss any of the Gimme a Beat. But if we are going back to tonight's show, and if you are actually tuned in and listening to tonight's show, get ready for loads of really beautiful music and one quite long interview. This is the kind of an interview that I actually really love doing uh, for a Give Me a Beat. You know, um, sometimes, depending of the artist, depending of their management, depending of the label, I'm in many cases limited to the time, because basically when the artists have a concert in the town, there are usually more people interested to do an interview, and all of these people are fitted in certain kind of slots, and uh, you know, the first person that gets this slot is usually taking too much time. So you ended up really having a very short slot. It can be even worse on the festival if we are packed for the press interviews. Then sometimes uh, there were times when I had to do five-minute interview in which case you kind of tried to actually be super charming and everything and people forgetting that you have a 5 minutes limit and you make it somehow to ten. Uh, and the other way around, if you are really talking to somebody and having a great conversation actually the management or a label people will let you have few minutes But this was a a totally different kind of interview in the way that I was actually able to hang around with the band and just, you know, ask them whatever came to my mind. It was a part of our conversation. All the information that I needed for the show were actually packed in this conversation that I had with them about their beginnings, about their music, about uh, the music that they created up till now, the music that they're going to create, about the tour first European tour, uh, because this is where I caught this band for the interview. And anything I wanted to ask, I actually had a chance because I had enough time to do that. Now, I do have to say that I had to fight for that time. But before continuing to that whole story, because I always like to to give you a little bit of insight of how my life can be difficult sometimes, but actually it's not difficult at all. It's all part of the fun and excitement of uh, getting an interview of the band that you like and that you want to feature in your show. So the band that I will focus on tonight is the band called The Internet, and that's a funk soul band formed in late 2011 from the members of the Odd Future, uh, Sid the Kid and Matt Martians (laughs) and along with the touring members Jamil Bruner, Patrick Page and Christopher A. Smith Um, Actually the members um, changed over the time but this is current what the internet is and these are the band members that I actually managed uh, to interview. What was really interesting about this whole story is that actually I was curious about the internet for a while and uh, I saw them at Coachella. I even included them in Coachella Review that I did just before summer, before our summer break for the Radio Laura. And I actually saw them at Coachella Festival. You know, being as crazy as I am and being at the festival from like 12, 1 o'clock, if there is a band that I want to see till the end, like 2, 3 o'clock every day, uh, I actually managed to catch them for an early gig. And it was one of those gigs that many people would just like pass by and stop. And if they liked what what they heard, uh, they actually stick around and stay till the end. And this is exactly why it was so beautiful. I mean, I was personally curious and probably there were a few people that were curious about the Internet and seeing them live because they haven't been performing a lot. Or at least for, for somebody living in Europe, it's not so easy to catch them especially not in Switzerland, but the other people were just actually passing by and they were brought in by the sound and the good vibes and they were staying. And this is one of the things, how you know that the gig at Coachella is really good. If the gig is not from one of the headliners and if it's happening really, really early in the day and if you see people coming and staying, it's actually just a sign that there is a cool shit happening on the stage and we better stick around because these guys are going to be, Big. That's usually what it means. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm hoping, and I don't want to jinx them. I think they're on a good way, and I'm really hoping that the internet gets you know, wants to be a, a headliner at Coachella or anywhere else. But for now on, let's just say they are actually doing really great gigs. Uh, they're really cool people and they're creating beautiful music. And I had a chance to sit down with these cool people and interview them. And one of the things that was very impressive for me was that actually they're not really the band they're like a family uh, they're like group of people that grew up together that musically and life-wise and it's beautiful to see the interaction between them and connection and then it's absolutely understandable why uh, you know when i saw them on the stage they have such a good vibe because the connection that they have is not a made-up connection it's not industry made connection it's a connection of the people that used to hang around and then start creating music um, they all share a love of music they also all share a great talent and um, this is why uh, they should be creating and be able to live and uh, continue creating um, more beautiful music also I, I really love that they're very down to earth and very open very straightforward and on top of that it's super funny So apologies for the people that actually don't like to laugh. But this interview will be interrupted from time to time with lots of giggles from every side, which just shows you how we had a really good time and how relaxed they were uh, when talking about their life choice and, and about music being their profession. Um, on the other hand, you will also hear that they are very serious and for many years really evolved. They are serious musicians. It's not really just a joke and fun. Uh, these are really genuinely uh Musicians, talented people, music lovers. And also, whenever I interview an artist, I always ask them to do a little jingle, to do a little introduction of Gimme a Beat by saying their names and then saying a really normal thing like, you are listening to Gimme a Beat. And I have to say that uh, this is probably one of the, the best introductions of Gimme a Beat I ever Uh, Had from any band I ever interview or any artist and I could easily use this as a jingle so maybe this will happen but for now on this is how we're going to start the show I'm going to play actually uh, the music from their second album mostly uh, because this is the current album I will play one song from their previous album but I will jump in from time to time and uh, remind you a bit about the band, about the concert, and just give you all this little information uh, and my impressions like I I like to do. But because I have so much material and I want to play loads of beautiful music for you tonight, I'm actually just going to continue with this really super awesome introduction of Gimme a Beat. This is how we are starting tonight. And then the song Don't You, and then the beginning of an interview.
4: All right, this is Sid the Kid. This is Matt Martian. This is Chris Smith.
3: This is Jamil Bruner.
4: <clears throat> this is Patrick Page II. We're the Internet, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat. Give me a, yeah, beat. Yo. Give me a beat. Give me a beat. Give me a
1: beat.
0: <laughs> Can I please give me, a beat? Beat. give me a beat? Give me a beat. <laughs> you ain't
1: trying to get on this beat. <laughs>
3: first of all, I saw you at Coachella and that's another reason why I asked for an interview because I really liked your gig. Thank you. I thank you so much. The beer just started kicking that's all it is. My stomach was like, So, thank you. So, how did you enjoy that gig? I think you enjoyed it. I
4: had a, I had a great time.
3: Um,
4: it was interesting. Our first time at Coachella, I, I feel like I did okay though and, and that's, that's really where my confidence lies. At the end of the show, it's like if I feel like I did okay, then I had a great time. <laughs> if, I, if I'm feeling like I'm not doing so well, then I'm having a terrible time.
3: So you had a good time. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think actually, I, I mean, it was one of those early gigs, and I I could see like lots of people were coming in and staying at Coachella. That's a good sign.
1: Yeah.
3: But anyway, so. I would like to know a bit more about your beginnings um, so how did you start I mean I like to tell the story
4: mm-hmm.
3: so I like to go to the beginning and then we come back to today so.
4: um, I guess the beginning Matt moved to Los Angeles in February of 2011 and he got an apartment and when he moved to LA we became like best friends real quick and then um, we just started exchanging music all the time And then after like a few months, someone suggested we make music together (laughs) and which I don't know why we didn't really do that before, but we were just, you know, just hanging out, you know, and, um, and then, so yeah, we, we started making music together and like pretty much everything, like the first five tracks we probably made ended up on the first album. We really didn't have a direction we just we wanted to put out something kind of like underground and low-key
1: mm-hmm. not have
4: to market and not have to perform it just something to put out you know just something for like the the, the hardcore fans um but there was a song on there a specific song that um, our manager really loved and he you know was like you guys should definitely release this under the label um you know, thinking it would make our future look more diverse. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
4: so we did it. Um, that was cool. Um, second album. We were living together when we started it. We had a uh, we have Chris Jefferson Smith on drums, Patrick Page on bass, and at that time we had Tay Walker on keys because um, we had started performing. I think like. We did our first show like a while after the first album May came
3: 25th. out. Like a year, it was year May, almost.
0: May 25th, 2012. First so show.
5: like S- eight months? Seven, yeah. Nine months. About nine months nine after months. we
4: released the album. And so when, the first show we did, we did it with a band. And we've never done a show to this day like without a band. Um so then that's when the band came into play and then we started making music with the band for the second mm-hmm. album. Yeah. And that's why the, the next album has a much more live kind of feel to it. But now um, Tay Walker is doing his solo thing because he's a singer. And um, uh, now we have a new keyboard player, Jamil Brunner.
1: Hey!
6: Shout out to Tay for being that nigga.
4: And yeah, so now we are in Zurich uh getting ready to do a show and uh very excited to be
1: here. <laughs> <That> sounds <laughs> very excited <laughs>
3: Tell me a bit about your yeah, album, I mean, so how did you create the album, did you write all together? I mean, as I see, you're just actually an extension of the friendship, so <laughs> I'm guessing that yeah. the whole thing happened together, right? Um, well, yeah, yeah. So,
4: we, we we did our first show like nine months after we dropped the first album, and once we did that show, we started working more heavily with the band, like Patrick, Chris, mm-hmm. and Tay at the time. and. Um, Naturally, we started making music together. Naturally, we wanted our next album to sound like how our first album sounded live, yeah. and um, and so that's what we were going for, kind of that and just feel the music in general. But that's kind of what we were going for with the first album. Was we wanted to make an album that sounded like our first album did when we played it live, because um, we liked the vibe of that. I mean, I've known Patrick since um, since '07. Uh, we just have a, a very good mutual friend. It's like cousin to me and like a brother to him um, Chris, I, I went to high school with Chris, um, when I was in 10th grade I went to a music academy and he was already there playing mm-hmm. drums we were in a recording club mm-hmm. in the musical tech, tech room, so that's how I met him and the
3: lyrics, the songs, did you write them? Or uh, yeah,
4: I, I co-wrote I definitely co-wrote every song and I definitely asked for help on a few songs, there's, there's some that I wrote completely by myself. Mm-hmm. The rest of them I just had friends help me write. And like, That's might be nice. Matt helping me write. It might be Patrick helping me write. It might be Alia Rose helping me write. Tay Walker yeah. helped write a lot of the album. And he was but,
3: also producer. Yeah, he also
4: co-produced on pretty much every song almost.
3: Comparing to the first album, you have less producers. Felt like you kept it more. Yeah,
4: first, first album was really just me and Matt Yeah, that on was, the was Patrick helped on yeah, a couple too. of them Left Brain helped on a couple of them Caleb Stone Caleb Stone My life. But yeah, that's about
5: it That's because the first album The first album was supposed to be oh. It was kind of this Supposed place. to be underground Yeah, and originally the group was going <laughs> to be Like originally what I wanted the internet to be My vision was for the internet Was like to have Like the producers of our future Like that's when we start singing Because originally it was going to be Me, Sid, Left Brain, and Howl <laughs> which are all the like all producers of my future? Like everybody, you know Tyler produced but he also raps. But like people who are just like we produce. So, but you know, it, it came out of me and said, which is the best, you know, the best situation. So
3: it just you know, evolved in what it. Did yeah, it
5: just now. evolved in what it was supposed to. You know, so you know they're they're all you know Left Brain did a lot on the album. How did some on the album as well? Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it all, like, said, so all evens out at the end of the day, you know, like, they're essentially still, like, like, Tay is the honorary member of the internet, like, you know, yeah. they ever want to work with us to do anything, you know, so it's always, it's always there, man.
1: Traffic. She tries and tries to find peace of mind, but these days everything's in your face. So she stays alone in her mind, building smoke in the sky, because it's only five.
4: This is Sid the Kid. This is Matt Martian. This is Chris Smith.
0: This is Jamil Bruner. <clears throat> this is Patrick Page II. we
4: We're the internet and you're listening to Gimme a Beat. Give me a beat. Yeah,
1: Give me a beat. Give me a beat. Give me a beat. <laughs> Can I please Give have a beat. a beat? Give
0: me a beat. Give me a beat. <laughs> you ain't
1: trying
3: to get on this beat. <laughs> this is your European tour, so where did you play before? Um,
4: we did Glastonbury, Manchester, um. London, Berlin, Paris, twice, kind of. Cologne,
3: yeah. And what was your favorite geek till now?
4: Um, for me, it was Paris. Paris definitely came through. <laughs> they definitely turned out. Paris it. and
5: Berlin
6: were amazing.
4: Paris so and Berlin, Berlin were Berlin
6: well, I don't measure the shows by the crowd, I measure by the performance. And every show. Go somewhere, and the, every show is just full of more surprises. So, I think that this tonight's show is going to be the best show, and then tomorrow night show will be the best show. You know what we what
5: you get better every show. Every, every, every show, it's yeah. like we get more in
6: tune with each other. You know, we don't even. We always underestimate the crowd. We always be like, there's probably like forty people out there, ten <laughs> people, and then we and then we get surprised. We mentally surprise ourselves, and then just kill that shit. You know what I'm saying? And, that's what that's
3: what the element is to me I'm just, that's what it's all about yeah but that's how we should be you yeah. know I
6: think, nah,
5: we, we're just very I, we're humble almost to a fault sometimes <laughs> we like underestimate ourselves sometimes I but I think it's good because yeah, it works I think it's good because it keeps everybody working and trying to get better so like we know like our next album's gonna be better than the last album we know that next album's gonna be better than that album so it's like because we we all think we suck <laughs> to some extent which is good, cause like hey, I said, keeps us progressing to want to be great, you know,
0: in, in, in what we do. So,
5: no, I actually, I
0: actually do just suck.
1: yeah, Life's a mess, minds in disarray. So are my clothes as I undress and pick an outfit for the sunny. It's so okay
3: The reason why I'm asking, what was your favorite gig? There is always this interaction with audience, right. and sometimes you just have an awesome audience. You yeah. have people that really come through with emotions, and then you respond. And that's why I was asking, you know. I'd say, okay, if it, that, I'd say
5: Paris because say Paris. Paris, like we have, we have shows like everybody will be moving, but Paris, everybody was moving. Like the crowd was like swaying. Like. like, like, like the back was, of the venue, bro.
4: That, that was bro. the most supportive crowd we've ever. London too. was hella London was great. Oh, London, London was, London's was always so, crazy. London
5: London's always crazy. Don't want to London. London was always crazy. But as far as like, I say unexpected as well. I'd say Paris was definitely an unexpected because London we always know London's gonna turn up. Yeah. No matter what, just because we got mad friends in the crowd too, so it's always gonna turn up. But like, I think Paris. Really surprised us, you know. As far as like, you know, we've been to Paris before, but that was a while back. You know, haven't been while in it a while. Like, surprise, surprise. Cologne her, like, was
0: definitely a big surprise.
5: Cologne was
4: a big surprise so as well. We thought it was going to be like four people in the audience. Be
0: out, nice
5: it looked being a pretty nice crowd, man. A pretty
4: nice size crowd, and, and, and that that one I feel like was my favorite personally. For as far as how I feel like I did, I feel like that was my best performance of the tour so far in Cologne. But audience-wise and like overall vibe-wise, Paris definitely killed.
5: And I think I think it also has to do even I think the language barrier kind of benefits you sometimes because American people <laughs> focus on if they know the lyrics or not too much, and yeah. I think <laughs> over here it's more like I don't really know the lyrics, maybe, or but I love like Yeah, right, right. I just like how it makes me feel. So I think. Like I said, I think it's a gift and a curse sometimes, but most times it's a gift. You know, yeah. when there's a language barrier, and we make—I think we make the type of music we make where it's not so much of you trying to hear exactly the lyrics we're saying. It's more so about her harmonies along yeah. with yeah. the band and how he's playing keys and the drum solos, the bass. Like it's more about a full band aspect, you know. So I think you know that's what we benefit
1: from.
3: So you already heard lots of songs and big part of an interview that I did uh, with the members of the band Internet, but actually we have loads to go and I just wanted to take a bit of a break from uh, recorded parts of the show and and bring you back into the studio. The concert uh, in Zurich happened actually in Exil, and it was one of those nights where you really don't want to leave the house, even though it was in July, and one would expect, you know, we're in the middle of the summer. This year, summer really sucked here in Zurich, and we didn't have lots of summery days, and this was one of those days. I mean, it looked a lot more like a November than um, after actually uh, summer evening, so it was cold, it was quite unpleasant uh, and you know, I can imagine that nobody really wanted to leave their house and and go for a concert but the people that did I bet that they were not disappointed the concert was really cool and, and there is this very very good vibe that the band has that I already mentioned that in this venue where interaction with the audience is um, easy because the stage is not that far away and it's always like that in a small venues yeah, you feel the energy and the vibe and exchange between the audience and the band members much more this this was a perfect location for them and the gig was really great and everybody really really enjoyed it and uh, when I was actually talking to them and uh, you know the gigs that they love uh, were the gigs where people were interacting people were dancing and I saw that as well in Zurich and I was a little bit proud that this happened because for the people living in Zurich you know that there are situations where maybe even if they're enjoying the audience doesn't really interact or move a lot so this was really special. Showed that I could see this happening and uh, I love that because I'm the type of person that moves when, when likes something uh, and I love that the rest of the people had the same reaction like me but while the band was talking about one of their favorite gigs, uh, they were uh, mentioning the gig in Paris and how the audience was totally into the music. So let me just uh, advertise my next festival I will go to because this is actually the perfect chance to mention this and because I'm also very much excited to finish uh, like last 5 years this is how i'm ending my uh, summer with the f- one of my favorite festivals it's a rock and sand in paris the festival with impressive lineup uh, I call it actually European Coachella because uh, it's smaller than Coachella, but the, the lineups are very much uh, alike in the way that it's a quite impressive lineup. It's uh, also the place where you can see loads of fans, but many very well dressed people and uh, super stylish, you know, similar to Coachella. The only difference is that Rock and Sand is really, really easy uh, because the location is just at the end of the metro line in Paris so you can easily stay in Paris and enjoy during the day and then come to the festival in the late afternoon or evening depending of which gigs you want to see Rock and Sand is one of those festivals uh, where the lineup is full of really, really good uh, female artists. And this year is the same. And I'm very much looking forward to actually attend the festival. The festival is starting at the end of this week on Friday. And it's going to be Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I'm not sure if the tickets are still available, uh, but check out the lineup. Of course, if you become a fan on the Facebook page of uh, Gimme a Beat... Uh, you will be able to see all the information about the festival. Uh, But in case you want to check it right now, just look for the rock and sand, check the lineup, check if there are tickets. If not, plan it for the next year. It's not so far away from Zurich. It's just one train ride and it's definitely worth it. Now, going back to Tonight Show and uh, sharing another excitement for listeners of Give Me A Beat, excitement for good music, for awesome young bands uh, with a bright future, or at least I can see the bright future and I'm really hoping that listeners of Give Me A Beat can feel this vibe. Up till now, I played most of the songs from the Feel Good album, their second album that was released last year and I played only one song from the first album basically because I don't have any more time uh, to play more and because this was my favorite song uh, She Doesn't Give a Fuck <laughs> that's the name of the song non-censored title uh, it's from the album Purple Naked Ladies this was the first album from the internet released in 2011 and up till now you, you could hear the whole story about the first, second and uh, continuing in the show you will hear a bit more information about their personal uh, beginnings and and how did they uh, became musicians that they are today, as well as plans for the future and the next album. The playlist of all the songs that I'm playing tonight are going to be uh, put on the website uh, with the information about the show and the podcast. But right now I'm going to continue with the next song. You Don't Even uh, Know is next song, and after that, Pupil, The Patience, and then I'm going to continue again with an interview. You're
2: beautiful, you brighten
1: up my day, and when your skin touches mine, I can get goosebumps right away. Oh. be
4: This is Sid the Kid. This is Matt Martian.
7: This is Chris Smith.
0: This is Jamil Bruner. <clears throat> this is Patrick Page II.
4: We're the internet and you're listening to Give Me a Beat. Give me a beat. Yeah, yo. Give me a beat.
0: Give me a beat. Can I please have a beat? Give me a beat. Give me a beat. <laughs> you ain't trying
3: to get on this beat. <laughs> you started actually with music quite early. Was there oh. any doubt ever that you want to do something else?
4: No, I always knew I wanted to do music. I didn't know I was going to sing until, you know, we released our first album, honestly. Because um, even once we released it, I, I I was not willing to perform because I'm, I'm not that strong of a vocalist. I just started singing and I'm still learning, you know, and, and, and I, I didn't want to put on that kind of show. So I, I just waited until I felt more comfortable, until I had a band to take some of the pressure off of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, just I don't know, I, I knew I wanted to do music in ninth grade or maybe s- seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade when I heard a song on the radio and I was like, I wish I could have made that. Like, I wish I could say i made that. Like, everybody in the car is grooving. Like, I wish I I wish I was responsible. That's why I knew I wanted to make music. I didn't start
3: making music till ninth grade. But. And how is for you guys, for, for the rest of you?
0: My name is Patrick Page II. I've always had a passion for like many other things. Like for a long time I always wanted to be a veterinarian. Like I love animals. Like I've always loved animals. So I've always wanted to be a veterinarian. But um I even knew then, even then I always wanted to do some type of music. Like I've always like messed around on the instrument. I never had like full on lessons like that, but I've always like I've had a guitar, my grandparents bought me a guitar in middle school. I've always had a keyboard, even if it was breaking down or breaking I was like little like I've, I've always known I've loved music and wanted to make music like literally exactly what sin said. Like mm-hmm. she hit it on the head. Like I listened to a song on the radio, whether it be a rock song or like usually like a R and B song or when I was real young listening to Radio Disney, a pop song. And I'll just be like, damn, I really wish I made this. And so then I just, you know, one day I just want to be like, I want to make something that people can be like, yo, I love this shit. I want to be responsible for that. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be held responsible for, I, you know, I made the crowd move like that, or I made yeah. this person. like that. I want people to know, or to yeah. dance
3: on my music or exactly. sing my songs. Like,
0: yeah, you know, and to, to an extent, that's, it's happened a lot. It's, yeah. It's happened a lot. Awesome. And how about you? Well,
3: me, I... Uh,
6: I'm Jamil Bruner. I have quite an interesting story. I come from a, a long line of musicians. Well, a long line from the aspect of my father, because you know what he's done in his life, mm-hmm. it stretches out. And then what my brothers have done in their lives, just not. you know, my father, my father's a drummer. My brother, I have two brothers. One's a drummer, bass player, and I myself play piano. And um, I, I just, I, I kind of discovered my want more than like my want to play music my want to really compose or just at least just get you know producing mm-hmm. when i was like really i was like i think it was like maybe seventh grade my father in the car and we were listening to it listening to a michael brecker uh, album and uh, it was one of these songs when michael brecker has this song that to your heart <clears> and uh you know i'm sitting there listening to it and i'm like man i'm jamming. and so i look at my dad after the song ends i'm like I, I'm gonna be a songwriter. I'm gonna be the world's greatest songwriter. I told my dad that. You know, that kind of hit my dad's heart on like you. Cause you know, that's when he was like, yeah, my baby, a musician, do my baby. But like, you know, on my part, like that's where I like, I'd already, I'd already been taking piano lessons. There was a period in life where I was actually dancing, you know, rather professionally. And, um, you know, I was doing operas and ballets and things like that with Lula Washington. Shouts to my grandmama from another mother, all that. I love Lula Washington, Washington family, Kamasi Washington. Tamika Washington, Mark Miller, all the all the family, all of them. I love y'all. But anyway, so I, I was dancing at one point, and you know it got to a point where I was like, ah, I want to play piano. I don't want to dance anymore.
5: Robert Martin. I started with music um, with my dad like we used to go on long road trips to North Carolina when I was young because that's where my grandmother lived so we would go on these long rides and my dad would play like the Isley Brothers, Ohio Players, the Commodores and it was a song by the Commodores called Shotgun and I just thought it was the greatest song. And it was just such a musical song for somebody my age to really, like, be so in love with, like... You know, like, how people are in love with, like, Justin Bieber songs and stuff like that, but this song is, like, a really musical, crazy song. And, like I said, I grew up, I never really played an instrument. Like, I just had really crazy ideas, and, like, I can, if I, if I mess with something for a while, like, I can know how to use it, so... You know, like, you mean, like I said, I, it's kind of like the same, like, you, you hear certain music, and you're like, man, I wish I could give somebody this feeling, like, this is a crazy power to be able to, like make something f- completely off the top of your brain that wasn't there five minutes ago that can affect people like you know literally like I was I was so sick, like it's crazy like we can release a song and somebody in Japan that can affect their day like that like across the world like there's no other form of media that A you can do in your bedroom and get to people because if you, even if it's TV you have to have a deal a TV show but music and the internet like you can get straight to yeah. people and affect like people's day like Hearing a song changes my day. Like, we hear a five song or a new song that we think is crazy, that changes our day. That gives us inspiration. That may spark another song that we never would have made if we didn't hear this song. And, like, like, whoa, why, why didn't we go there or something? Or, you know, you want to top it almost sometimes. Yeah. So, for me, it was mostly so just wanting to give people the feeling of like, this was back in, like, 2000, 2006. And a lot of my favorite bands were, like, Take years to put out albums. And I'm like, man, I don't like new music now. Like, I don't have to wait for y'all to like get y'all shit together and put some get some <laughs> albums out. Like, I want for like a new song. I want to be able to make it myself and be able to just be like, cool. Uh, and then get sick of that and make a new one and, and, uh, and make a new one or get with friends and make something new. So that's I think a lot of my friends that I know do music. get the music for is like, like I said, like you, you know, what is it like? You teach a man to put girls on plastic for you know his lifetime. And that's kind of how it is, like teach us how to make beats. You can be happy for a long time. he <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're
3: doing. And how about you? <laughs> well, um...
7: My name is Christopher Allen Smith, and I play the drums. Yeah, all right. Um, no, nah, my my history with music goes back to when I was two years old. Um, that's when I first started playing the drums. Mom, Mom would notice that I would be at church, and I would crawl up towards the um, drum set, and I would tap on the floor, do the service like whenever the drummer would play, and then try to go home and play what I heard at church. But I was not—I wasn't always interested in always doing music like that. It was just something I was good at doing. I always wanted, you know, I wanted to play football professionally, well, American football. Mm-hmm. So you know, throughout my whole life, even though I did sports, my mom always had me in schools that helped me cultivate my skills in drumming because I was always in a well music program at at every school I went to. So it just worked out for me that way. And then by the time I got to high school, when I seen that that professional career in football wasn't going to flourish, my musical career just suddenly just had this big open door that just popped up yeah. and I was
3: just like. And you had the skill anyway
7: because you, know, you already developed. had the skill so you know I was already still well advanced more so than the other cat was so then like and I always had good friends and good connections like and I didn't burn bridges that's one thing that you can't do <laughs> throughout the burn course bridges. of the years the friends I've had I never burned the bridge so you know and that, by me not doing that I'm here today but so, yeah that's about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: This is Sid the Kid. This is Matt Martian. This is Chris Smith. This is
0: Jamil Bruner. <clears throat> this is Patrick Page II.
4: We're the internet, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat.
0: Give me a beat. Yeah, yo! Give me a beat, Give me a beat, give Can I please a beat? Give me a beat, give me a beat. You ain't
1: trying
0: to get on this beat. <laughs>
3: And so, how is this tour working for you? You are like all the time together.
4: We're like that at home. We're
3: like that at home. Yeah, at okay. home so um, we're at home. <laughs> no, um,
4: so every morning, Chris will <laughs> text me saying, what are we doing today? And if I feel like going to the studio, I'll tell him, studio, he say, what time? I'll say, um, I'll be ready at like 2, and he'll pick me up at my house at 2, or we'll meet up there at 2. If I don't want to go to the studio, i say... Uh, I'm I'm posted at the house all day, man. Come through, and he'll just come over, and then we'll go to Matt's house because he lives like five minutes away. Jamel ride his bike over there. Patrick be in Patrick in the at base. home with his girlfriend. Patrick, oh, he be in the. Look, <laughs> the- okay, okay, okay. hold on. Patrick, Patrick if you do something, if you do
5: something, you gotta matrix. leave in like an hour.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he always comes to the studio when we need him. And he's always down to post up at the studio for as long as he can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there,
3: yeah. Now, yeah. now. <laughs> Is he up to the rabbit? Look, the white rabbit. 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 Remember the that's the how matrix the, the
2: matrix starts. Oh yeah, the white y- <laughs> rabbit, yeah,
0: they, they tease me. They, they 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 say I'm in the matrix. Because I'm you know, I'm, I'm with my girlfriend a lot. Shout out to Ashley. Ashley has like a really black
5: girl name, like yeah. you know, not
4: even that, but just to me, like
5: a really like I feel like I grew up with an Ashley John. It's
4: just so
0: common. It's girl. You know, they, they tease me a lot because I'm with my girlfriend. <laughs> 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 That's It don't bother me though. I still be with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, what can we expect from you tonight?
4: Um, good vibes. Good, vibes. good we're, vibes. We're nice people. A lot of smiling. We smile a lot. We're really nice. Crowd interaction Crowd yeah.
5: interaction.
4: I'm going to ask some people good to problem. wave a few times, maybe. <laughs> Other than that, I just hope that the people like the music we're playing.
3: And uh, what is next for you after Zer? We,
4: we want to just, honestly, we're, we're enjoying touring a lot and we want to keep doing that. Yeah,
3: touring
4: is fun. Yeah. Touring is real fun. Especially with Flow! flow. flow.
3: <laughs>
4: and We just want to keep touring. We're working on the next album slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have no name or anything. No,
3: you don't, don't have any names. songs?
4: Um, We have like two, three songs for it. Oh, um, well. Britain, and
3: stuff. Britain, yeah. Well,
5: we got like we got we got a lot of beats. Like we're getting yeah, beat beats. Here. We're making beats. So <laughs> we're we working. It. It, it'll be done. We're trying to try to put out next year. You know, like mm-hmm. round we never put time. yeah we never put out music you know, during the summer. And I feel like our music is very summery.
4: We we well, intended <laughs> on putting out our first album in the summer. We also intended on putting out Feel Good in the summer. So we want to actually achieve that goal this time.
5: Putting something we'll see. Out in the summertime. We'll
4: see. It, it, it'll probably ultimately depend on how fast we finish it. Yeah. You have to give these labels time.
5: Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, We're gonna try. We're gonna try to make it happen though. Like I yeah. think I. I'm excited about this album. I think it, it'll be. Like I, I don't know. I just want it to be a fun album. Like I just, I just want to yeah, be fun. Yeah. I f- want this to be like album. fun. Yeah.
4: That's okay. what, I think that's the that's the main thing. Yeah. Cool. We just want
5: people to have fun. Like feel good was cool, but because feel good, like we want people like to relax. This this one, we kind of want people to love, like
4: have
5: fun, a house party, and throw on the internet. <laughs> That's what we
3: want. So, this is what we can expect from uh, the internet in the future. A fun album, a danceable. Uh, nevertheless, whatever these guys actually deliver is going to be great. You were listening to um, the internet, Give Me a Beat, Feel Good album, uh, and the interview with the band Internet um, that I did uh, back in July on one rain and cold not really summery uh, night. But this sound that I brought you tonight actually probably brought a little bit of warmth and soul into your home. I hope you really enjoyed it. Uh, actually, while I was listening now to the interview and remembering that evening, I was giggling. I mean, I told you there will be lots of giggling in the interview and uh, the guys are really, really cool. They can take jokes. They joke between themselves a lot and it was great to have a chance to interview uh, the band like this and to feel the atmosphere behind the stage with the band that is creating such a beautiful music like the Internet is. I really do hope that you enjoy my choice of music, that you enjoyed the interview with the Internet. With this, I'm going to end tonight's show, but before leaving for tonight, I'm going to leave you with uh, several songs. There will be one more song from the Feel Good album. The song is called Wonders of the Mind and um, after that I'm going to play five songs of a female artist of their choice. I do this every time when I interview an artist in order to kind of round up the whole profile or the show that is focused on the artist. I like actually to let them choose songs from five female artists because this somehow shows also their inspiration or the artist, uh, in this case, female artists, that influenced uh, their music and they're still influencing. So, the first song that I'm going to play is going to be song from the young artists actually produced by the internet. I, I discovered this artist through this list. Uh, the artist is called Malia and the song is called Satisfaction. Her EP is available online on SoundCloud. Uh, after that, I'm going to play the song from Erica Badu. They were actually asking for the live version, if you believe. I'm going to play the whole song. I'm going to indulge you in a little bit more of Erica Badu because you also know I'm a huge... Fan, and this is from her live album Live from VH1 uh Soul Stage. The first part will be Didn't You Know, and then the song will go into If You Believe. After that, I'm going to play um the song from the artist that I actually haven't played. I played her several times in my show back in 2007 or 8. The artist that I really really love and that unfortunately I didn't hear anything for a while now, Uh, the song is uh, Weather and the artist is Amal LaRue. After that, uh, Janelle Monet and 57821. So looking forward to see Janelle on Rock and Sand this week. Um, And after that, the last song will be Remind Me and Patrice uh, Russian. You know that I'm just going to continue and play these songs even after my show is uh, finished and uh, in the case that we are cut off with uh, tonight's playlist I'm definitely going to add all of these songs uh, when creating the podcast because you definitely deserve it and the people that do download the podcast they deserve it even more with this i'm going to finish tonight's show Uh, you were listening to give me a beat my name is a dj baby monster and this is of course uh, radio laura before going into the night and ending my ogre show before playing all these songs that i mentioned i'm going to finish it with one of my favorite introductions of give me a beat maybe possibly even my new jingle with the give me a beat uh, introduction made by internet and then i will continue with the songs that i just mentioned again wishing you good night from dj baby monster and give me a beat
4: all right this is sid the kid this is matt Martian. This is Chris Smith.
0: This is Jamil Bruner.
4: This is Patrick Page II. We're the Internet, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat. Give me a beat. Give me a beat. Give me a beat. Can I please have a beat?
0: Give me a beat.
1: Give me a beat. You ain't trying to get on this beat.
2: All right. You pick me up, you put it down The way you move excites me All around Give me that good sound You can touch me there You take me directly where I want to be I like that musical satisfaction You put on me With such precision, you leave me wanting you. Give me more, I want more. Got me feeling inspired. My every desire I felt for you. This fulfillment is pure. You pick me up, you put it down. The way you move excites me all. Round, give me that good sound Touch me there Take me where I want to be You and me I like that musical satisfaction You put on me Like I'm in my dreams Mm, Can't get enough You leave me speechless You and I define bliss Cause you pick me up, you put it down The way you move excites me All around Give me that good sound you could touch me there you take me directly where i wanna be i like that musical satisfaction put on me
1: Beyonce Uh, We feel you In brighter days (laughs) Right from the start Believe in the magic That's inside your heart Believe all these things because
4: This is Sid the Kid. This is Matt Martian. This is Chris Smith.
0: This is Jamil Brunner. <clears throat> this is Patrick Page II.
4: We're the internet, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat. Give
0: me a beat. Yeah, Give, me a, Give a me a beat, Give me a beat. <laughs> Can I please Give I have a beat? beat? Give me a beat. Give me a beat. <laughs> you ain't trying to get on this
1: beat. <laughs> search for her, till his feet became bloody and tired. Her hologram photos stayed near to him, buried deep in the pits of his heart. ¡Suscríbete